boy really did his homework, Fox. And you'll have the shortest executive career since that pope that got poisoned. Unnamed investment banker to Bud Fox in Oliver Stone's film, Wall Street. History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and I use the epigraph at the beginning of today's episode for a specific reason, actually for a specific line, the Pope who got poisoned. That's the way far too many people remember Pope John Paul I, if they remember him at all. He deserves better, including being remembered for more than just being the man who died after only 33 days as Pope making way for John Paul II to reign for 26 years and become one of the most important popes of the past 500 years. There's always some mention about the so-called mystery surrounding his death on September 28, 1978. I understand that there's nothing people love more than a good conspiracy theory after shocking events happen. In my youth, I fell down the rabbit hole that is JFK assassination conspiracies myself, and it was certainly a shock that the 65-year-old Pope, who seemed in perfect health, would die so soon and so suddenly. The tragic event was ripe for the conspiracy theorists to pounce, and pounce they did. Most of the theories were even crazier than those surrounding JFK's death, with the only one that even seemed remotely plausible being that John Paul I was poisoned by powerful Vatican insiders because he was going to reform the Vatican Bank and root out rampant corruption there. Other wild theories named culprits from the CIA to the Mafia to a cabal of priests who were secretly Freemasons. In the past decade, a new theory has even been introduced. He was killed by liberal cardinals because he was going to restore the traditional Latin Mass. Madness. Every bit of it. Vatican officials unwittingly and unwisely made things worse by engaging in what looked a lot like a cover-up with the initial reporting of the Pope's death. They later admitted that immediately following his death they lied about two minor and insignificant details by first reporting that he was found by a male aide and that he had been reading The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis at the time of his death. He was actually found by a nun who worked in the papal apartments and had been reading official work documents. The effort to avoid avoid even a hint of scandal, the Pope found dead by a woman, and to elevate the perception of his piety, which needed no elevation, through his choice of reading material, caused suspicion about everything the church said regarding his death. There need not have been any suspicion, however, because sadly the Pope was not in the perfect health everyone believed. Unknown to most, including the cardinals who elected him, He had suffered a retinal thrombosis, which is a clot that obstructs the flow of blood, on a trip to Brazil only three years earlier. This fact was discovered by Italian journalist Stefania Falasca while researching her 2017 book, The September Pope, The Final Days of John Paul I. She was granted access to previously unreleased documents, medical reports, and interviews, and among other things, her research found as was reported on the site Crux.com, that, quote, hours before his death, John Paul complained of chest pains, yet he paid no attention to it, 
ordering that his doctor not be called, end quote. Velasca's book comes to the same conclusion that the Vatican originally reported regarding the cause of death. Pope John Paul I died of a heart attack. It's not as sexy as getting poisoned by the mob, CIA, and Masons, but the truth rarely is. John Paul I has been largely forgotten today, eclipsed by the giant shadow of the man who succeeded him, and that's a shame. He was a humble man whose papal motto was humilitas, or humility. He rode around on a bicycle as a bishop and ended the thousand-year tradition of a coronation ceremony, swapping the triple tiara for a shepherd's staff. And no less a figure than Mother Teresa of Calcutta called him a sunbeam of God's love shining in the darkness of the world. Let's all remember Pope John Paul I not for the ridiculous conspiracy theories that cropped up after his death, but for the man he actually was. A man who met visitors at the Vatican with a simple question, How can I serve you? And let's never forget that smile. That's our episode for today. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll go a long way towards helping us create more episodes and hopefully becoming completely ad-free. Thanks a lot.